0: Women International presents the Unapologetically Speaking podcast, where host Jamie and Elisha will speak on some of the most pressing issues concerning women. They will invite other women to share their unapologetic experiences and how they've journeyed through defining moments. Jamie and Elisha's vibrant personalities and charming intellect will make you laugh, cry, and contemplate life's toughest decisions and inspire you to live a life of standards, free from compromise and unnecessary detours. Hi everyone, you're tuning into the Unapologetically Speaking podcast, and you're on with Jamie Dinwiddie and Alicia Hill, where we come to you weekly discussing some of the most pressing issues pertaining to women. This week's topic is self-love is the best love. When was the last time you looked in the mirror and said to yourself, I love you and meant it? Positive affirmations can shape the way you view yourself and can help manifest the things you want to see happen in your life. Jamie and I are going to talk about this experience and just our experiences around self-love and also share with you 10 ways you can show yourself some love and mean it. So, Jamie, why is this topic so important for women?
1: I I love this topic. Self-love is the best love. I don't think that we talk about it enough. And I think in a nutshell, uh, we as human beings and and as women in general, because that's who we're speaking to, uh, we can't give what we don't have. Mm
0: Yeah, and and you know that's interesting that you said that because I think together we just recently experienced something around self love. I mean, last week we were so very tired. I mean, we talk almost daily, and I could hear the exhaustion and your exhaustion in your voice, and you could hear the exhaustion in my voice, and we were just wearing ourselves out. And so we're we're hardworking women, and we're constantly giving our families and constantly giving our friends you know just pieces of ourselves because that's just who we are but I think last week we we definitely had a, a close and personal experience with self-love because we both agreed that we needed to go sit down somewhere and take a break
1: oh yeah absolutely and I think that that is definitely an aspect of showing um, ourselves um, that we love ourselves is by giving ourselves a break mm-hmm. you deserve a break and so um, I, I think that when we think about self-love, it's something that people often think is, is selfish to say, hey, I love myself and I'm going to put myself first and I'm going to care for myself first. But the reality is that you have to do that in order to be able to um, have the fuel that you need to continue to move forward and do all of the things that you do um, for other people.
0: Yeah. And and that could be a lot that there are, there are a lot of things that can end up on our plates. And so there was actually a post that I I really enjoyed reading on Instagram. And I believe we posted it on our social media site and um, I'm Mm going to read it because I really think it touched right on what self-love is and, and how you show self-love. And so um, it says, um, Rest and self-care are so important. When you take time to replenish your spirit, it allows you to serve others from the overflow. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. And that's Eleanor Brown that said that.
1: I mean, that's just so powerful. I agree. I agree. It It is powerful. And when we think about serving from the overflow, it means that we're filled up as individuals. And then once we're filled up, and it starts to overflow, then everyone can, um, can reap the benefits from that abundance. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And so it's not like, oh, you're getting my sloppy seconds, or you're getting my leftovers, because one could think that. But what it's really saying is, I'm so filled up, and I'm so full of peace. I'm so full of joy. I'm so full of enlightenment about who I am, and I'm really happy with me that now whoever else is in my space now I can love you right and I can care for you right and I can serve you from a really healthy place not from a uh, that just brought to mind like when you're when you're empty and you're serving people from an empty place and we talked about emptiness I'm um, in the last podcast if you remember Alicia with Dr. Kimberly Ventus Darts mm-hmm. but when you're talking of when you're serving from an unhealthy empty place because you're wanting to be recognized a certain way or you're wanting to be appreciated then you're really not loving other people but when you're serving from this place of overflow like you're filled up and you're able to give from that overflowing place then that means that you're really giving from a healthy place and you're not giving for those unhealthy unhealthy uh, selfish reasons if I'm making sense oh you're
0: making perfect sense you're making perfect sense and yes I am glad you brought up our last guest um Dr. Kimberly because she just hit on so many great nuggets I mean she shared yeah basically what it means to love yourself and and one of the things that she said that I admired so much about her is like she said I always love myself ever since I was little I mean I have always loved myself and how many of us can say that how many of us can make that declaration and say, I have always loved myself. I know that's something that I am growing into um, as I, as I mature and as I grow um, and 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 learn more about who I am. I am falling in love with me. Uh, however, I can't, al- I can't say that I've always done that.
1: Yeah, no, I can't say that I've always done it either. Um, it's not an easy it's not an easy space to be in to say I've always loved myself. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people like to say they they always love themselves or they really like themselves. I think that uh, we we as women specifically have grown accustomed to wearing many different masks, and one of those masks is the mask of confidence mm. that we want people to think that we have it all together when we really don't. And and so if we're having a really really honest moment, um, I think that it would be difficult for most women to say, I've always loved myself and I haven't, um, you know, and I haven't had moments where I've struggled with in that area, but I, as confident as I uh, like to be, but that I am, and I like to behave, um, there are moments when I'm just like not feeling me and I'm second guessing myself. And I think that that's another important aspect of self-love is, is really being able to take out that time of self-reflection to make sure that I'm good that I'm not just putting on a mask or putting on a front for other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's dangerous when we're, when we're, I believe you said this in our last podcast, it's dangerous when we're operating in extremes, And so we have to be, I think oftentimes when we don't know ourselves and we're not showing ourselves love and care, we begin to operate in those extremes and we see the results talking about manifesting things that we want to see happen in our lives. Well, we can also manifest things that we don't want to see happen by our behavior and our responses to things and by not taking care of ourselves. So I mean, there's there's just so much room. Um, I know for me, there's so much room for improvement, but I would love to hear your story, Jamie. And and I know um, I'll share my story as well about our own journeys around um, self-love and how we've evolved over time. So let's dive into uh, more dialogue around what that has looked like, what our journey has looked like over time as it pertains to self-love. So I had a pretty long journey as, you know, as we talk about self-love and, and taking care of ourselves. I say it's been a long journey just simply because it, it's been a long journey learning who I am and, um, and learning to appreciate the things that I bring to the table. And, and so since, since I would say it probably started maybe a year ago. When I I began to dig a little deeper, Jamie, into just kind of like, what's my purpose? What am I here to do on this Mm -hmm. earth? And when I began Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, personally ask God those questions, that's when he began my um experience began to reveal to me that well, here are some areas where you need to set boundaries and here are some areas in order to be able to fulfill your purpose. And here are some areas where mm-hmm. you need to um begin to blossom a little more. Um and so in order for me to start to have the energy really to do all of that, that's when I I, I had a kind of a A moment where I set myself down and I said, Alicia, what does that look like for you? And, um, and so boundaries was, was one thing that helped me, um, along the journey, or at least was one of the first things that I began to do, uh, to take care of myself as I uh, learned more and more about what my purpose was on this earth.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Um, I think when, when you talk about purpose and really setting boundaries, I could, I can definitely relate to that. I feel like mine's my journey to self-love goes way back. And it was probably like, it's, I think it's happened in stages for me where there's, there's been things that have happened or occurred in my life. And, and those events have um, caused me to take a step back and, and look at me and, and look at, um, my role and my part in certain circumstances Mm -hmm. and and then evaluate that you know and have some real honest moments with myself and say that was not really me loving Mm me and now this is how I'm going to love me so I I remember for me it's been um through like relationships I feel like there was a, a I think one moment that really stands out to me the most is when I had my daughter and just making the decision to either stay with her dad or not stay with her dad. And we weren't married. We weren't married. We were going to get married, but we did not get married. And um, dealing with the pressure of, do I stay in a relationship for the sake of staying in a relationship? Or or, or do I say, hey, you know what? This isn't, um, the foundation isn't firm. It's not what it should be. And so Uh, for, you know, I think I'm going to bow out. And that's exactly what I decided to do. I decided Mm -hmm. to bow out. And for me, that was a decision. That was a self love decision for me. Like, I could put I could have said, like many people do. I mean, this is my own personal journey. So I'm not, you know, knocking people who have done this, but I could have said, like many people, I'm going to stay in this relationship because I want my daughter to have her father in the home and I'm going to stay in this relationship because he really wants it but I didn't Mm -hmm. want it and what would that have done what would that how would I have given my daughter the best or how would I have even given him the best if it wasn't something that I wanted and it wasn't a loving decision for myself Mm -hmm. right? right and so that's one example where I can remember putting myself first and saying I love me enough to say this isn't the best situation for me Mm -hmm. and you know what actually I care enough about my daughter and I cared enough about him to say you know what neither one of you deserve it either because you're not going to get the best from me by me just kind of going along and getting along because that's what maybe other people expect me to do or maybe I'm feeling the pressure of The societal pressure of saying you know what you shouldn't choose to be a single mother that's not what your choice should be that was my choice because that was me loving myself
0: you know that is that is so good Jamie um and I'm I'm sure there are women out there who are probably at that crossroad in their life maybe it's a very similar crossroad that you just shared or Mm -hmm. um maybe it's a a crossroad where they have to make a tough decision and um you know it's funny because when I'm First, um, when we first talked about you doing this topic or talking about this topic, I I mm-hmm. thought like, oh, let's talk about getting massages and get our nails done. And even though that's all kind of like right. the the fun stuff around self care that that you you know uh-huh. gotta figure out if your budget can support all of that. I mean, at least that's that's what I'm always trying to figure out. But <laughs> but those are good things, of course, that we do and that that make us right. feel good. But self care. And making sometimes the hard decisions to love ourselves yeah. doesn't always feel good. Right. And I think that that's sometimes a misconception around self-care, that it always has to feel good in the moment. Some, yeah. some decisions we make around self-care are more long-term decisions where we might not feel good today about it, but we're going to feel good later on because we made the best decision, whether it's for us, whether it's for our family our children, um, our relationships, our sanity, um, all of that. So I commend you for making that hard choice because, you know, I know you're, you're a woman where you're like, look, it had to be done. And, and we've got to, we've, we've got to do that, but, um, it takes courage. It takes boldness and courage to make those tough decisions yeah so that's good yeah no
1: i i think i um i mean i definitely agree with you that you know so i uh, i think you make a great point that self-love is not always this warm and fuzzy um. Uh, situation i mean obviously i think self-love is all about you know taking care of ourselves and taking time out for ourselves and i don't think that those are light things at all you know getting your nails done getting massages taking time out to just you know, let your hair down and and take some deep breaths. I think that's an aspect of self-love, but I also think that it's about looking at and making some really hardcore decisions, like looking at your life, and you brought it up, Alicia, boundaries. Looking at your life and seeing where boundaries have been crossed, looking at where there's dysfunction, looking at where there's chaos, and then saying, okay, you know, How can I love myself better in this situation? Because not only am I personally suffering, but guess what? Other people are suffering. It may be your children who are suffering. It may be your spouse who's suffering. It may be people at your job who are suffering because when we're not okay, it's impossible for for us to treat anybody else well and it's impossible for anyone else to be okay with us. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. I would say one of the things that I've learned from being in a friendship with you, Jamie, is that... It, a, a while ago, you made the statement. You said, "I will not live in dysfunction. Like I just won't do it." Mm-hmm. And I love I that you just <laughs> that you just draw that line in the sand and say, "This." I'm allergic. Look, look, <laughs> look it, it gives me hives. It makes me itch. I can't. <laughs> and but I I can I can uh, appreciate that you you having that non negotiable. You having that boundary and saying. One thing I won't do is live in dysfunction. so if a conversation needs to be had, we have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, no need to stuff it and, and make you know myself feel a certain way or make you feel a certain way about about it. Yeah. so I I just, I just think that it's so good for us to have non-negotiables around um, how we treat ourselves and how others will treat us or won't treat us. Like what you won't do is A, B, C, and D yeah, we got to have what you won't do don't
1: we those are those boundaries yeah absolutely those are those boundaries you talked about mm-hmm. not enough folks have boundaries mm-hmm. it's like it's like a free-for-all it's like no <laughs> we're not doing that <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not doing that i think i was so frustrated i don't know what i was frustrated about uh, i can't even remember it probably wasn't that big of a deal because i'm kind of extra but um i posted on facebook that, you know, I really try to stay positive, but so many folks lack home training. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, and so I'm not going to subjugate myself to your lack of home training, you know. I'm, I mean, I might have to let you know that you're lacking home training right now. <laughs> you know, it's <and> so- <laughs> not. Maybe I need to teach you one of those valuable lessons my mama taught me growing up. She <laughs> missed it along the way. So it, you can I always mean- count on Jamie to teach you that that loving <laughs> lesson of. It's always a teachable moment with me. <laughs> Home training 101. <laughs> 101. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, all jokes aside, I think that the reason this conversation is so important and it's tying into what we discussed with Dr. Kim is because she had mentioned, um, she, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more in Overcoming the Odds, but she talked about wh- what we give, like our first purpose, because Alicia, you mentioned purpose and how you had to start setting boundaries so that you can align and live out your purpose and your destiny. And then Dr. Kim talked about our first purpose being to give of ourselves and, just to, and to just love people and love others, meet them where they're at and love them, you know, and uh, that's a leadership trait, right? right? So let's bring it back to the purpose and why we do things we don't like to talk about love and the workplace and love and the things that we do, but, but good leaders know how to love and, um, you know, great leaders at that. Let's not use good, but let's say great leaders know how to love. And so, but then we talk about, you know, self-love being the best love this week. And I just thought, well, how can we really give out, live out that very, that ultimate purpose of giving and loving people if we're not loving ourselves? I mean, yeah. Yeah. And that's just a core principle. It's a core principle.
0: Um, if you're not loving yeah. yourself, there is nothing to give. And so you mentioned um, kind of taking a or unpacking some of what Dr. Uh, Kimberly Ventus Dark shared. So let's just dive into our overcoming the odds, because there were a lot of great nuggets. And we want to we want to share kind of our thoughts around those. So, so let's dive into the overcoming the odds. so overcoming the odds dr kimberly just blessed our presence with all of these great nuggets and we're going to do our best jamie to kind of just consolidate these into the top 10 (laughs) we've got over 20 here and i'm just saying when you would you if you haven't had the opportunity to watch our live podcast with dr kimberly Um, we really encourage you to do so because you'll probably hear some things that maybe we didn't even catch. So we don't want you to miss that. So go out there and watch that. But again, like we said, we're going to try our very best to kind of consolidate these. So, so the first one overcoming the odds when it comes to self care, if you're out there and you're saying, I'm really not sure how to go about this. I'm not sure how to go about setting boundaries or, maybe I'm just not sure about how to go about loving mm-hmm. myself. Then the very yeah. first nugget that Dr. Kimberly just kind of laid the foundation. She said, whenever you're in relationship with others, the best thing you do, the, our very first purpose on this earth is to love them. Point yeah. Point blank period is to love them. And mm-hmm. so this is, this right here, it, it seems so very simple, it sounds so very simple, but how many of us struggle with just that principle alone, just extending love towards others, regardless of whether they return it, regardless of whether they show it, but extending love towards others. And so, you know, how that relates to self-care is that if you pre-decide that you're going to love someone um, and that you're going to love them just unconditionally because you know that that is your purpose and what you're supposed to do. I really think it it sets you up for, um, for success when it comes to leading, when it comes to um, kind of walking in this earth and, and, and fulfilling what Dr. Kimberly said, your secondary purpose, which is your gifts, talents, and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, I just, I really that love that she just laid that foundation and say, Hey, You got to just love folks unconditionally. It's hard though.
1: Yeah. It is really hard. And I think that to the capacity, the capacity in which we are able to love others is a display of how we love ourselves. And so uh, one of the examples that she used in the live podcast, which by the way, I'm not sure if we mentioned if you haven't followed us before, you're not familiar with us, you can find our live podcast on our, our Facebook page under Unapologetically Speaking. And the episode is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And what she talked about was um, doing a, a, a presentation or a talk in front of um, some federal judge or some state judges and being really nervous about it. And what she said was, that she didn't know what to say, she didn't know what to, you know, how to present, and she just remembered just to go out there and to just love them. And what what I really heard her say in that moment, Alicia, was that hey, if you love yourself and you're patient with yourself, then you can give patience mm-hmm. to others. If you are, if you are able to give grace to yourself, if you're able to, um, you know, see past your own fault and really embrace yourself and, and all of who you are, then you're able to see past other people's thoughts and also embrace them. And so the way, again, the way it relates to self-care is just love them means, yeah, love yourself first and then give others exactly what you would give mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. And, and so I think that the second one kind of folds very nicely into that first one. And is just mm-hmm. an act of showing love. Mm-hmm. And that is just be quiet. And and she said it within oh, the God. context of a story <laughs> she shared about her mother. And her and her mother were yeah. having a exchange and um, that she was a teenager. And she said she just felt in her spirit to just be quiet. And that there's strength in yeah. your silence. And so she she, in that silence... I believe she said that she got a revelation that her mother just wanted to feel like she was the most important person in her world. And so I just thought that that was very profound because not only is there strength in your silence, I also think she was saying there's revelation in your silence.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so just be quiet. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry go ahead yeah
0: and no go ahead and and no I was just gonna say and so I think that um with that revelation um comes a a great deal of 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 peace that's what I that's what I got from her when she was sharing that story
1: yeah um I would I, I would agree and I think for some people like myself it's really difficult to just be quiet But there is strength in your silence. And I also think that, again, that comes with patience. And so being able to love someone means you don't always have to have a response for everything. You know, (laughs) some people are better at that than others. But sometimes it's like, you know, I mean, I'm getting better at it. I don't know, some people maybe disagree. But um, I think <laughs> I you just have a self <laughs> I like maybe, maybe other people wouldn't agree. Maybe if I took a poll of some of the closest people in my life, they'd be like, "No, no, you're not getting better at it." But um, nevertheless, <laughs> I endeavor to be better at it because sometimes it's good just to be like, you know what? I'm going to let that go. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going. I'm gonna let you have that, you know, whatever have that is, whoever that is, right? So I agree, yeah, I definitely agree.
0: Well, and it's funny because I've I've tried that before. I've I, I say I tried it before, like it's a ice cream taste or like an ice cream flavor. Like I right. tried that but before, I um, but you know,
1: I would imagine that you're like really good at it. Though. Uh,
0: not always. I would I would say my husband probably would not agree with that statement. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what will- no he wouldn't agree with that statement at all <laughs> however I have tried it in the past I have tried it in the past and mm-hmm. what I found is that I was able when it was time to respond I was able to respond um, with more intentionality and so mm, um, the silence allowed me to get control over my emotions and thoughts um, and allowed me to respond in love more than respond in, you know, like a, a nasty or a mean way because I was frustrated. And so with that silence, yeah. when it is time to respond, I think it allows you to kind of in that silence think through, well, how should I respond? And how can I respond in love towards this person that I love?
1: Right. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's good. So what about
0: the the third one, Jamie?
1: So the third one is just be mature, um, meet others where they're at. And uh, Dr. Kim calls this your secret weapon. And so um, she was really funny when she talked about this um, because she was saying, you know, if you meet someone and they act like they're a 14-year-old, you know, don't be mad at them because, you know, they, you know, they might be a pretty mature 14 year old. So just be okay with the fact that they're 14, love them at that 14 year old place. And then that's your secret weapon. Like, I think it goes back to that just being quiet thing, like, you know, not calling out the fact that this person acts like a 14 year old, but just thinking like, oh, okay, you're 14, like in your head, like, oh, okay, you're really 14. So I'm just going to meet you there and I might need to hold your hand or I might need to walk you through a process or I might need to, um, you know, lay things out a little bit more for you than what I would if I was dealing with an actual, you know, um, adult. And, <laughs> and and so in, in in that space, it's like, you know, it was actually kind of like funny because I was like, man, like, you know she's like that's your secret weapon and they're thinking like oh you're so nice and you're loving because you are you're just like i'm just meeting you where you're at and i don't know if you've ever alicia had to meet someone where they're at but i there have been times in my life when i've had to make a conscious decision like oh okay you're there like and i'm not going to be able to explain to you like where i'm at because that would take far too much time so let me um let me meet you where you're at so that I can, you know, get on your level and, and help you understand so we can keep moving forward. Because it would just be a complete waste of time to, to lecture you about why you should be behaving a little differently than what you are right well,
0: now. Well, and you touched you touched on it. You said, you know, a part of self-care is not wasting time on things and in places yeah. that you know just don't deserve your energy. Being being very mindful of yeah. how you spend your energy and what you what you spend your energy on. Um, and so yep. that's, that's what I hear. He, that's kind of what I got from that statement is, yeah, you got to meet people where they are and you've also got to make the decision on what you're going to spend your energy on and what you're not going to spend your energy
1: on and, and be at peace with that decision and keep it moving. Great point. Great point. That's that boundary, mm-hmm. the boundary. I'm just not going to go there with you. Just not like, I'm just not. no need to. Like and it's a mental and it's a mental decision that I'm not you know you don't even have to tell them, don't be like me sometimes I tell people like like I'm not going there with you, and they're like going where and then I have to tell them all about <laughs> themselves like that's my entry into like letting them know what I really think, but that is the opposite like it's supposed to be your secret mm-hmm. weapon, so I like that one a lot meet meet people where they're at, good, I like that. Good. One. And,
0: and I think it ties into the fourth
1: one as well, Jamie. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Just give grace. You got to give grace. First, your, first, First, caring for yourself is giving mm-hmm. yourself grace. You're not perfect. You're not always going to get it right. But then, you know, when you give yourself that grace, then you're able to give other people grace. Again, like you said, that ties into meeting people, meeting others where they're at. Right, right. That, that is like a perfect link. And then the
0: other, the other point she mentioned that, um, I love that she was just kind of like, we're strong women. And so as strong women, we have to bring the light, we have to be the light and we have to bring the light into mm. the room.
1: Yeah. And
0: so there are, mm-hmm. I can say that there have been experiences that I've had where maybe it wasn't a physical room, but it was just an environment, um, whether it was at work or yeah. whether it was, you know, amongst friends Um, and, and I could tell that when I entered the room, um, there was a shift, um, in, in the atmosphere. And I'm not saying that to tout myself because, you know, I just think I just, you know, bring all this energy. However, I do think that, um, one of the things I love to do is laugh. I love to laugh. I love to see other people laugh. Um, I also love to compliment people and, and, you know, tell them how, how good they look today. And so, you know, that is just Mm -hmm. part of who I am. And, and when you know who you are and, um, you walk in who you are, that's what you bring to the table. And that's, that's how you bring light into the room, um, and how you share that light with others. And so, um, I really connected with what Dr. Kimberly said when she,
1: when she mentioned that. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Alicia. I think the other thing I think about in terms of being a light and making the shift is that when we love ourselves and we truly have taken the time to embrace who we are, our strengths, our weaknesses, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we are able to be the light because we're able to walk in the room and be our most Mm -hmm. authentic selves. And so I think all too often, particularly when we talk about women in leadership and bringing your whole self to the table I think that there's this prototype of how you're supposed to be when you go into certain professional Mm -hmm. spaces and women who truly love themselves bring their full selves and 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 their authenticity and that means that you you show up different you talk different you have different thoughts you have different perspectives and you're really unapologetic about sharing those thoughts and perspectives and so that's a light that I mean because too, oft, you know, too often there's the same thought. And so Alicia and I believe in diversity and inclusion. And so we believe that it's really important to have different people at the table with different perspectives and different um, you know, thought processes and um, different experiences. And when people are, are really comfortable with themselves and love themselves and they're not embarrassed to just be who they are, then I think that brings a light as well. And that causes people to gravitate towards you when you're able mm-hmm. to do that.
0: Yeah, and you know, when you, when you walk into a room or, or, or come into an environment being that your full self, um, people aren't always going to like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm right. learning that you got to just, another thing Dr. Kimberly said, you got to just be easy. You got to be easy about that. It, it, you mm-hmm. know, it should take a lot to get mm-hmm. you mad. And so when you walk into a room and you're bringing your light and you're, and you're being your best self and you're being authentic and people may not be receptive of those things. Be easy. It's okay. It's okay. Don't let it It change up your walk. Don't let it change up your talk. Don't let it impact you in a way where it begins to knock you off track um, towards your purpose. You got to keep, you got to keep moving Mm -hmm. forward. And so, I used to, you know, be that person where, um, again, I think when, when you have some insecurities, that, that can also um, be an indicator as to whether or not you're showing yourself uh, love and care. And so, um, you know, I've, I've, in my journey, have dealt with some insecurities and said, there's no reason for you to be insecure in that space, Elisha. There's no reason. And so you need to begin to walk And who you are with confidence and with self-love and so when I began to do that I began to care less about what other people thought when I walked into a room and more about what I could give and what I and 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 what I could bring into that room and that changed that changed my entire approach
1: that's really good um, I'll add one thing to what you just said, and um, it's something that a really close friend of mine used to say, and uh, she would say, just be unbothered, mm-hmm. like, I'm so unbothered by what other people think about me, I am so unbothered about the negative energy that's being thrown at me, I'm so unbothered by, you know, the stereotypes of what people you know, say I should be like and what people are trying to and the boxes that people are trying to put mm-hmm. me in. It's really important to just be unbothered. And that's a part of loving yourself, I think. When you get to a, a place where you really love yourself, it's hard to, you know, again, you're just unbothered about stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. And and I tell you, <laughs> that, that'll that really make people mad, you walking around unbothered. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> unbothered. You walk around unbothered.
0: You want to make folks mad, y'all?
1: You really want to get under somebody's skin? Yeah, you want to get under somebody's skin? I mean, really get under their skin? to be unbothered. Be unbothered. And, like- again, and and I know where your friend was coming
0: from. It's not that you walk around not caring about nothing, because there's a lot of things that we care about and that we're passionate about and that we love. Right. But it's just like, right. like you said, it's like, I'm not going to sit in here and worry. The more energy I spend worried about what you think about me is going to be less energy I spend over yeah. here really making an impact and, and, and building in to someone else, pouring into someone else. So I'm, I'm not yeah. going to worry about that. And so kudos to your friend for sharing that, those words of yep. wisdom. That's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All absolutely. right. We're almost done with our, with our top 10. So what are the, what are the next two?
1: Um. So the next two is just know that you're untouchable and then um, let's just add to that. Just stay in your lane and mind your wow. business. <laughs> I
0: feel like busybody. You know, a lot of
1: us get up? in trouble. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> if you we made up a word, if you haven't listened to I don't know what podcast that term was used on. I'm not sure which one it was, but uh we made up a term that you know, a lot of women are well meaning, but they are uh they got a lot of busybodiness going on. They just busybody, you know. And it's like, now this is part of the reason why you're not at <laughs> peace. Because you and everybody else's sauce. And you're lost in the <laughs> sauce, right? So can't be lost. <laughs> can't be lost in the sauce. You can't get lost. And in, 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 in that situation where you are like in everybody else's business, then you are touchable because now you're in now you're in a situation where people can come for you because you are not in your lane but when you are in your lane you're doing your thing you're working in your gifts you're working in your purpose you're loving yourself you're loving others you're giving grace you're meeting people where they are you are unbothered then you are also untouchable there it is i really feel like that like was a perfect wrap-up even though
0: we got like two more
1: (laughs) i know right (laughs) I wasn't meaning to summarize, but really you're like untouchable because you are doing, you are doing what you're supposed to do. And you are not um you're you not in a situation where you're trying to be in everybody else's space and trying to take over everybody else's world, but you are fully aware of what your purpose is and you are doing what you are called to do. And so, and people recognize that and people will appreciate mm-hmm. it about you so i think that's one of the reasons that we become untouchable is when we are literally living and functioning in our gifts and you know purpose. and and i love that
0: those were um those were tied into the self love topic because there are times when we are like you said operating and trying to be in too many lanes doing too many different things it clouds our thinking and it impacts our decision making yeah. and it makes us less productive yep. And I don't know about you, but when yep. I feel like I'm not, I've done a whole lot of done a whole lot of stuff, but didn't get nothing done. anybody ever? Feel, I mean, I felt like that before, and it is not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling, and it's exhausting. No. And so, we have to keep our minds focused. And one way to keep our minds focused is by is like you said, by staying in our lane. And so. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I, I have to talk. I have to have a little bit of self-talk when I'm like, "Elisha, that's none of your business." I'll start somewhere, going down one road with mentally, and say, "You know what? Is that your business? That's none of your business. Get back on track, <laughs> right? Get back <laughs> get on back track. On my back business." <laughs> and I have to tell myself that because, again, if I spend too much mental energy or brain power on that, it's going to it's going to exhaust me, and it's going to get me, yeah off focus of what I should be thinking about, which is um, like you said, gifts and, and talents and how can I how can I give more of myself to the world um and be and align that with what I'm what I'm here for.
1: Yep. Absolutely. So let's wrap it up with the last two. So what the are the those Alicia? Two,
0: the last two is just find balance, use your head and your heart, and just stay at peace base your decisions on your level of peace. So find balance. I think this goes back to when Dr. Kimberly was talking about a lot of us. uh, There are people out there who are heartful and who are headful. I think that's what she said or thoughtful. I'm sorry. Heartful Mm -hmm. and thoughtful. And um, sometimes we operate again in extremes Where we are a little too heartful, where our emotions, we allow our emotions to take control or a little too headful or thoughtful. And we are not really thinking, not, not really expressing any empathy or thinking about maybe someone else and where they might, where they might be on the issue. And so, um, and so I appreciate balance because, When you're able to achieve balance and it's a, it's a daily battle. I think it's a daily battle when it comes to some balance and we're all trying to experience or achieve some type of balance in our lives, hopefully. But um, as women and as leaders, it's important for us to operate in this place of balance where we're thinking, we're being thoughtful and thinking about things in a very um, well thought out way, but we're also showing compassion in the process.
1: I absolutely agree, Alicia. I think it has a lot to do with making sure that we're not just using our head, but we're also using our heart. And we're also thinking about things from different points of views. You know, yeah, I have my point of view, but um, I have to be very deliberate to think about, well, how does someone else think? And over the weekend, when we went to the um, women's We went to the Ohio Women's Leadership Summit. Mm -hmm. It was a great event. Um, One of the pivotal moments for me at that event was when, you know, we all know what's going on with the Me Too movement and with all of the sexual assault and harassment that are now coming to the forefront. Some of our um, highest leaders in the land are now being accused of things that they've allegedly done, you know, decades ago. Um, and so this is a big deal, you know, and women, and there's a huge women's movement, right? We're all aware of that. One of the things that uh, one of the ladies said, and I know has been a concern, I've heard this concern from other women who have sons, is what is what is our society turning into now? Um, you know, and what does this mean for men? And what does this mean for boys? And she was literally in tears. What do I tell mm-hmm. my son? How do I tell my sons to act? How do I teach my sons to live and function in a world in the direction that we're going? And, and, and what I heard her say was, this is, you know, there's an extreme that's mm-hmm. happening. And, and I'm a woman. And I, I've experienced um, sexual molestation as a young child. And even it was sexually assaulted recently, um, you know, on a much smaller, if, if sexual assault could be small at all. Um, On a much smaller scale than, you know, I don't want anyone to think it was anything like, oh, like someone snatched me and raped me. No, but someone touched me inappropriately. And I remember feeling just like, whoa, like I can't believe that just happened. And so I say all that to say, I'm, you know, I'm very sensitive, obviously, because I'm a woman. But on the flip side of that, I'm also very sensitive to the fact that there are men out there that are not predators. And there are men out there that, you know, are, are, supportive of women and concerned about women's rights Mm -hmm. and women's issues and so you know I think that's where we need to find balance it was interesting how the air was literally sucked Mm -hmm. out of the room when she talked when she mentioned that and no one had any answers Mm -hmm. though and I think that that is exactly what this just fine balance is all about is you know with this with everything that's going on in our society are we as women using too much of our heart and not enough of our head? counterbalance what's really going on in our society
0: yeah that that i agree that was definitely a pivotal moment at the summit um when um the woman shared and so um and, and i agree with you that there is opportunity for us all um to take a step back and to and to make sure that we are being both we're being both heartful and thoughtful so thank you for sharing that jamie that was that was a good a good moment at the summit where we, where I know I was thinking differently. You know, I had a moment where I was kind of like, am I being heartful or, or is there an opportunity for me to, for me to see another side of this? So, um, so definitely a moment of reflection. The, the last one we said was stay at peace. And so base your decisions on your level of peace. And so this was, this right here has always been something that, um, I've I've tried to do when working and when working with others and when in relationship with others is just trying to say okay where where is my peace meter right now (laughs) is it on um, Mm. you know where I'm just like I have absolutely no peace about the situation and there's there's something that I I need to say something or am I in in a place of peace where you know it's like you know it 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 is what it is and um i've done i've done all i can and i've taken ownership of what i need to take ownership of and so i need to let it go and so there's there's this you know, yeah i've been on both ends of the spectrum when it comes to peace but one thing that dr kimberly said she was sharing about a story about a friend she had who came to her and who was basically kind of distraught about a a situation and um and so Dr. Kimberly said to her friend, um, peace comes in your response. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's good. And I've used that on several occasions since she said that because, and and have reminded myself of that because sometimes peace might not be in the situation, but how I respond to the situation, that's maybe where my peace is.
1: Yeah. That, that one was heavy. That, that statement she made was really heavy. Peace comes in your response. Um, because there could, you know, when I think about that, I think about all the times there's many situations that pop up throughout our lives and throughout our day, right? There may be something that pops up um, today or tomorrow where someone says something to us that rubs us the wrong way. And how do we maintain our peace? We maintain our peace by responding peacefully, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, we, we might want to tell them off or, you know, as the youngins are saying, <laughs> clap back. I can't believe I just said the youngins. I'm not you really said getting that But clap back, you know, you might want to clap back at somebody, but your peace comes from, you know, your 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 response and, and your peaceful response and like you know what you could tell them off but you know what if you don't now you are at peace and then it also um it reminds me of a scripture and I am gonna you know mention uh, it reminds me of a scripture and I'm probably gonna get it wrong but um a soft answer turns mm-hmm. away wrath I think mm-hmm. that's the scripture um, so I, that's what that reminds me of when you talk about your yeah. response, having a soft answer, having a soft response, even in some of the most difficult circumstances. And um, I think that's another way that we find balance. So I think that ties right back into the balance.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and even that that ties back into you know the strength in your silence, because sometimes a response is yep. the best response, the most peaceful response. Uh, the best response you can do in that moment is silence <laughs> yep i've been in the place Absolutely. where i'm like oh i got a whole lot I want to say however um <laughs> i probably, I probably shouldn't. shouldn't and so if i wanna if i <laughs> want to um, be able to maintain a relationship with this person beyond today i'm going to be peaceful and silence myself And so, um, and that doesn't mean, like we said, forever. That just means in the moment when emotions are high or when you know you can't say anything out of love.
1: Right. So So this has been, I mean, this is pretty rich and heavy um, conversation, but I think it's been good. And I think the journey to loving yourself, we've just gone over 10 um, ways that you can, lead a life of loving yourself and then loving others. And so I'm just going to reread the 10, if that's okay, Alicia. Um, just love them. Just be quiet. They're strengthening your silence. Number three is just be mature. We others where they're at. It's your secret weapon. Just give grace. Just be a light. Um, that's what strong women do. Strong women are light just be easy it should take a lot to get you mad just know that you're untouchable just stay in your lane and mind your business just find your balance use your head and your heart and just stay at peace base your decisions on your level of peace wow well that's good I think our listeners just
0: got a a earful of really great information (laughs) that will hopefully help you love yourself better and love yourself more. Um, Because again, Mm -hmm. this is all about self-love and, and these are some really great points that can lead you in the right direction towards loving yourself. So now let's move on to our final thought. we just had some really great dialogue about how do you love yourself? What does that look like? How do you look in the mirror and say, I love you and then walk that out. And so my final yeah. thought would be just do you for you. There is, we have, we all have an audience. I think in this world right now, it's it, you feel like there's always an audience watching you, seeing you're watching your mm-hmm. every move. And so there are a lot of us, um, I won't say um, all of us, but there are a lot of us who feel like we're on, we're on stage and, and we're doing mm-hmm. things for the entertainment or at least for the criticism sometimes of other people or validation of other people. And, um, and really self-love is about doing things, not, not necessarily for other people, but for you. But loving yourself first so that you can then love others and and do for others and so um and again not from a place of needing validation but from a place of saying i know myself i love myself and i love you and so we really um i think that that really is a is a good final thought It's just to do do you for you
1: yeah i think that's excellent I think that my final thought is to just go empty. We talked a lot about purpose and destiny tonight, and we talked about having um, the cup, our cup full and then people um, and then allowing people to experience the overflow of our self-love. And I think it's also important to also go empty. Dr. Kim um, talked. About, talked about the fact that she often feels empty and how that's the place that she wants to be, and so um, what what I believe that means is when you replenish yourself and you go back and you you um, refocus yourself and you have your time of self love because we all need to step away and and take time for ourselves then we're able to have a cup that runneth over and then people are allowed to gain from that overflow and then our first purpose is just to love them and give so as we're loving and giving 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 then um, we allow ourselves to go empty and that means we've given all that we've got, that we have and so we've been able to love some, and so we've been able to love people um, to the fullest extent of our capacity and so I think just go empty Um, We talked a lot about being quiet and mature and giving grace and being easy and all of those things. And I think that requires us to go empty. And then once we're empty, it's okay to go back and replenish some more, but then give from a place where you're, um, where, where you're emptying out all that you have for others. That's good. That's good. And, and I think a lot of
0: what people miss uh, from what you were saying is the recharging, Right. And yeah. so making mm-hmm. sure that you are aware of when you are empty and then recharging. That's good. That's good. All yeah. right. Well, woo. hopefully this will help you all out there for those of you who are constantly trying to grow um, and, and constantly trying to find ways in which you can hone your skills, but also just become the best you you could be. Um, hopefully this, this conversation helped you today. So now we're going to give you some Mm -hmm. news so you can stay in the know and keep up with what we're doing here in unapologetically speaking. So now we have just a few announcements that will help you stay in the know, Jamie.
1: So next week's podcast is a live podcast. uh, And for our listeners, as you know, we do a live podcast once a month, and it will be airing at 7 p.m., and the topic is accessing your power, and we're going to have a special guest join us to talk a little bit about how we, as leaders, can access our power and and what that actually looks like. So it's going to be a really exciting topic um, to, to share uh, with, with you all in terms of where we're headed from a leadership perspective, and what it looks like to be a powerful leader, especially in today's society. Oh, wow. Well, I can't wait. I I think this was
0: a really great topic that um, we discussed at the uh, Leadership Summit, and I think that Mm -hmm. our special guest is really going to be able to add some additional um, just nuggets around what it means to do that in in her own journey. So I'm excited about that. That sounds great. I agree. Well, just like every week, this week we're going to have our Glow Up Woman of the Week. We do that every Wednesday, and so if you have a nomination, if you there's a woman in your life that you have observed and seen her blossom and just see, just watch her light shine brightly, um, we want to hear about her. We want to celebrate her, and so please send us your nominations of you know who you feel deserves the spotlight. And so if you're not following us on social media, we are on Facebook at at Unapologetically Speaking, as well as on Instagram at Unapologetically Speaking. And we are now on LinkedIn. And so if you um, look up Us Women International on LinkedIn, you will be able to find us there. And we'll actually be, uh, be launching a new series called Leadership Rehab. And so yeah. this is, we, we've actually had, two, yeah, it's a great, it's a great talk It's a great series because we're going to be talking about um, just how do you press the reset button? I mean, I don't know about <laughs> you, but when I think of my own leadership and how it's evolved, there's been times I had to press the reset button and say, yeah, that didn't feel right. Or I know that wasn't right. And I'm not quite sure how something's not, yes. something's not
1: working or
0: something's not working. Exactly. And so um, there are times where we just have to press the reset button. And so there's this is a no judgment zone. And so right. we want you to tune in on LinkedIn as we post videos um, of our leadership rehab series. Um, and so if you're that person where you're like, I want to press the reset button, but I'm not quite sure how you're going to want to tune in on LinkedIn.
1: Absolutely. And so that's uh, lots of exciting stuff. Obviously, podcast next Friday, 7pm accessing your power glow up woman of the week this Wednesday, and then um, catch us on LinkedIn at us women international for some exciting leadership rehab stuff. But until next time, we want you to be bold, be courageous, and be unapologetic.
0: Thank you for listening to the Unapologetically Speaking podcast with hosts Jamie Dinwiddie and Elisha Hill. Don't forget to visit our website at www.uaspodcast.com. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at unapologetically speaking on LinkedIn and YouTube at us women international and on Twitter at Jamie underscore Lish underscore UAS.